Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. Hey, my friends, it's Brendan Burchard, and welcome to a special episode of The Brendan Show. Hey, I'm Brendan Burchard, and I'm honored to be your high-performance coach today with this episode. 
I've spent the last 20 years studying human behavior change and writing, coaching, and training literally at the top levels on the topics of motivation, focus, productivity, confidence, and more. My goal, inspired by my own personal journey, is to help you and my audience live, love, and matter, which means to feel more vibrant, more connected, and more fulfilled in every area of your life. That's what we're doing today. If you like today's episode, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Just tag me, at Brandon Burchard, so I can see you and give you a shout out or a hello. And if you want to go to another level of personal development in your life this month, be sure to join me live every month in my coaching program. Just visit hpxcoaching.com to get signed up. I teach a brand new personal development session every single month, meaning it's like a personal development seminar for you live every single month on the first of the month. And then after I teach that for about 75 minutes, then we do live breakouts where you get to meet new people, network with people, set your monthly goals and establish real accountability for your growth. Listen, you know that expert guidance and real consistency and an inspiring community is critical to your growth. So join me this month on the 1st. Just go to hpxcoaching.com. That's hpxcoaching.com. It's time to level up, my friend. It's time to take your year back. It's time to find that focus and that confidence and that vibrancy and that vibe again. Go to hpxcoaching.com and let me be your coach into fuller levels of high performance in every area of your life. Now, without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. A lot of people also are burned out right now. And they're not just burned out because the challenges of their career or, or their family. I think a lot of people are also burned out because in the zeitgeist right now, there's a lot of negativity, a lot of uncertainty, but there's also this big push in the marketplace that you hear every day. You know, if you're on Instagram or you're on Facebook, or you, it's just grind, grind, grind. Everyone's celebrating the grind. Everyone's giving you the, the hustle talk. So today I thought I'd do something maybe a bit unique. Today's really gonna be a sit down conversation with you about some of the things that can get you back in the mental game where it doesn't have to feel so stressful. It doesn't have to feel like a grind. It doesn't have to feel like you're running to catch up and, and you're freaking out all the time. I don't know if that's true for you. You tell me. Have you guys been stressed out? Has it seemed like everybody's telling you to grind and work 24-7? Are we in a culture right now where everybody's celebrating the 17-hour workday? Is it a time to maybe revisit what's important to us? And is it a time to kind of find our own just sanity amidst all of the struggle. Now, of course, some of you would be like, yeah, yeah, sure, Brendan. I saw your Instagram last week. You were somewhere on a beach. So maybe I'm just in the chillaxing mood a little bit, right? But I think what's true is that we're at a very odd time when there's so much opportunity that maybe you feel, even if you are a high performer, you feel like you're still running around with your head cut off a little bit. You know, it's a little bit crazy right now. And it's time sometimes to have a coach just sit you down and say, hey, let's just focus you back in. Let's re-engage you with a better emotional quality. Because see, people right now, they're engaged. People right now, they're grinding, they're hustling, they're working hard. And yet, 
the energy in which they're bringing into that is the frazzle, is the grind, is the stress, is the, I don't know if it's going right. And it's like, there can be grace amid the grind. There can be happiness in the hustle, and there can be enthusiasm as we are in that full effort playing out. But we have to revisit some of these things. So in, in, in a rare conversation today, I'm just gonna sit here with you. There's no flip chart today. There's no fancy presentation. It's you, it's me having a conversation about maybe you re-engaging your life right now from a different emotional energy. And while that might sound in some ways simplistic, I've just been traveling enough and reviewing enough of our comments and our students' work and what we've been receiving from our high-performance assessments throughout our research. And it's pretty clear that people aren't engaging their day from an emotional quality in which they want to experience. They keep saying, well, I had hoped this would bring me more happiness. Without reasoning in their mind, Happiness is something that we create. It's a choice. It is an engagement quality that we can bring to things versus hoping something gives it. Well, I'd hope that buying that house would make me feel better. I would hope having the team would make it calmer. I would hope that these things gave me the emotional quality I wanted. And it's like, we gotta remind ourselves to enter our day with a different level of intention. And maybe you need this talk, maybe you don't, but I bet somebody in your life does. So I hope you'll tune in to some of the distinctions I'm gonna share today that you can share with them. Because maybe you're cool, but your spouse is hustling, running around with the chicken with its head cut off, freaking out. Maybe there's just too much stress in the people around you, and they forgot that they could whistle while they work, where they forgot that they could enjoy the experience. So what I'm gonna do today is give you some tips and distinctions. I'll give you some simple things you can do in the midday, a simple midday habit sequence that will help you re-engage and help you find the emotional quality that you want. I'll share with you also a skill that will really help you achieve the emotional quality you want in your life when you're a leader, when you're dealing with other people, when you have a lot of sort of stress right now. If this is the conversation I'm having with $250,000 clients, I'm guessing this might be relevant in your life too right now. Number one thing we're gonna talk about to begin. Quit, grind, or chill. How do you know when to quit? How do you know if you've been going at something four, five, six months, working really hard, giving your full effort, and now it's that decision point, like is this gonna pay off? Is it not gonna pay off? Is it time to quit? Is it time to double down? It's one of the most, I think, important questions, particularly in marketing um, and in business, is to know when to fold is to know when to call something that's not, not worth it. So let's talk a couple ways through the distinctions, each of these. First, let's talk about quitting. How do you know when it's time to quit? This is a really important distinction I'm gonna give you. I really want you to write this down. It's probably the most important. When you think about when is it time to quit, the first question I'm not gonna give you is about your passions, about whether or not you, know, you love what you're doing or you're interested in it. I'm gonna assume you're beyond college, okay, or high school. You know what your passions are. You know if it's, if you're passionate about it, you're passionate about it. You know if it's your interest. So I'm not gonna give you a big long pep talk about that. This is high performance. My job is to go a little advanced in the conversation. So just assume that 
should you quit or not? Let's just assume, you've already asked, am I really passionate about it? Do I give a damn about it? I'm gonna assume you give a damn about it. Now let's have the complex, difficult, challenging conversation. That's my job as a certified high performance coach. Here we go. When you talk about quitting, here's the first question I want you to ask. Am I quitting to avoid? There's a difference between quitting and avoiding. And it's really important that you get this in your head. I really want you to think about, is there, is there something in your life right now you're thinking about pulling the plug on? You're thinking about quitting it. Is it a marketing campaign? Is it that new idea, that new book? Is it that new business venture? Is it that new relationship you started? Is there something you're thinking about quitting? Now, when you start thinking about quitting it, let me ask you this question. Is the reason you're thinking about quitting it because it's easier to avoid the difficulty by quitting? Is the reason you're quitting because it's easier to avoid the difficulty. You know, a lot of people quit on a relationship because it's just easier. You get tired of the fights and the arguments, the negotiations, the conversations, and you go, I just don't want to do it. I just So avoiding the conflict and quitting the relationship is easier than engaging with the hardship. And so what I tell people when they say, Brennan, I'm thinking about quitting this, my first question to them as, as a high-performance coach is usually, is it just because you want to avoid hardship? Are you wanting to quit because it's gotten too hard? Or you're avoiding something you just don't want to do. You know, you're avoiding it because I don't enjoy that piece of it. So think about the totality of what you're doing. Maybe there's, let's say, 10 moving parts, okay? I always think about this. I always think about almost everything I do. There's usually five to 10 moving parts. Am I quitting because one of those moving parts is just too difficult to deal with? Let me give you an example. Do you know the number one reason people quit jobs? The number one reason? It's usually because one person. Most people quit jobs not because of compensation, not because of ability to grow in that role. Most people quit jobs worldwide reported by some of the largest consulting companies in the world because of, number one, lack of appreciation. And when they say, well, who doesn't appreciate you? They usually say, my first line manager. So their immediate supervisor, okay? Number two, what else reason? Because one conflict with one person. There's some bastard in the office they can't deal with. Like one person. You're avoiding this one box. You're, you're gonna pull the plug on the whole thing because one box is bad? That to me is the lack of, I would say, intention and resilience, but also just skill in dealing with life, right? If you're gonna quit on your spouse because one fight, when you had 10, one bad year, when you had 10 good years, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, I want to tell you as a coach, maybe is it something worth examining? Is it something to think about? Now, I don't know what happened in that year. Maybe it was really an awful year. But let's just consider it. Same thing for businesses. I know people, when they first start in this business, like my business as an example, when they start being a thought leader, right? They, they're so passionate and they're so stoked for like 10 months, you know? Awesome 10 months. And then they just have one month filled of complete doubt. I don't know if this is working 
Or they had one month, they do their first launch. No money doesn't play out. But they were so passionate and creating and learning for 10 months. They have one bad month, they pull, well, this isn't for me. And they pull the plug. And I just go, I think what might be happening there is you're avoiding the challenging emotions of life. You're letting that one box globalize into everything else. And so I'd like you to think about that next time you want to quit on something. Just going, am I letting one box ruin the whole puzzle? Am I letting one person steal away my joy everywhere else? Because I see that all the time. You know, someone who just kind of stops engaging at work because one or two bad people when there's 10 other great people there. They globalize one person to mean the career. Globalize one person to mean Google. Globalize one fight to mean marriage. And that globalization immediately destroys their ability to engage fruitfully. And so what I want you to think about is going, okay, is there something, I feel like quitting, but am I really just avoiding the hardship or the tough conversation? Because almost every time I hear someone wanting to quit, it's because of how they either psychologically dealt with other people or how they avoided dealing with other people. They don't know what to say, they don't know what to do. And I think it's important to understand, most quitting can usually be turned back to there's a social element to the quit. They didn't get the validation or the appreciation from the manager, so they quit. That's the number one reason people quit worldwide, lack of appreciation, right? That's a social thing. It's not that they didn't feel competent in their job. That's not why they quit. It's not that they didn't feel like uh, they enjoyed what they were doing. That's not why they quit. They quit because of the social element. Somebody wasn't giving them the validation, recognition, appreciation that they desperately desired. And I say in that regard, that's a pretty weak reason to quit something. I don't want you to quit something that you are passionate about or good at or could experience progress or breakthrough just because somebody around you is difficult to deal with. Because you know what? Wherever you're going to go in your lifetime, somebody around you is going to be difficult to deal with. The way a person becomes a quitter is they continually all of their life, avoid difficult people. That's why they're always quitting. I quit this project because there's somebody who doesn't like me. I quit this project because they didn't give to me. I quit this project because she's a, you know what, and he's a who you know who, and all of a sudden, they're a quitter. They wake up as a day, they're a quitter because they're avoiding the difficult conversations and people of life. Now, I know that might not be the most motivating thing in the world, but here I'm, I'm, I give you all that because I also say, if you're passionate about something, you care about it, don't let the social realm make you quit. Don't make other people's validation or approval make you quit, especially my career. If I took other people's input as a reason to begin or quit at the beginning of my career, I would have never began, and if I did, I would have quit. Because everyone thought I was crazy, or everyone said, why are you doing that? Or everyone said, why don't you get a job? Or everyone said, I don't like your face. <laughs> you know, whatever it was, it's like, I didn't have an extraordinary amount of validation at the very beginning of my career. You know, it just wasn't there. I didn't quit because I didn't worry about social validation, social approval, and I also didn't worry about social difficulty because a lot of the people I dealt with at the beginning, man, they were brutal. I was trying to create a partnership and they'd 
minimize me, you know, or they dress me down. Who do you think you are? I mean, I had a lot of difficult people when I began my career, but it didn't bother me because I knew how to deal with them. Am I quitting because really I'm just avoiding the hardship or the difficulty? I think that's really important. Hey, it's Brendan, and I want to jump in the middle of this episode here real quick and tell you about something I'm really excited about and something uh, that answers a question that many of you have for me all the time, which is, Brendan, where do you get this crazy focus and energy in your life? And the truth is, I've developed a supplement line that really helps me do that. And frankly, I needed to. I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're trying to achieve big things, a lot of stress comes along. And as you're trying to achieve bigger things, you need to be on your A game more often. You need to be mentally sharp. You need to be mentally prepared. You need to be mentally energized and productive. And not once in a while, but like every day. You, you have to be on and sometimes guzzling more coffee isn't gonna do it. You have to use what we call nootropics, which are you know basically supplements that help optimize your brain. And yes, we have a product for exactly that. It's called HPX Optimize, and it is our most popular product. And you can get it. It's back in stock at hpxwellness.com. That's hpxwellness.com. You'll find HPX Optimize for your mental focus and energy there. You'll also find my favorite powdered energy drink that we created. It's 100% organic and vegan. And you'll find my essentials, which is my daily multi that I take that covers my energy, that covers my longevity, that covers my immunity, that covers my brain and body health that I absolutely love. And you will feel the difference. Go to hpxwellness.com right now hpxwellness.com. This other element I want to talk about is grind. Right now, uh, I was teasing with my team yesterday about how all the social media is alight with grind, 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 hustle, hustle, hustle. And I'm like, okay. Uh, but if you guys listen to my podcast, I think you know that I'm, I'm pretty passionate about you can engage life from a very positive energy. It's why you hear from my seminars all the time. I say, bring the joy. Don't wait for joy to land. Bring it to what you're doing. And it could feel like a grind. If you saw my schedule, you'd be like, man, that's brutal, right? But I don't look at it that way. I'm like, okay, how am I going to engage in each of these ways? How can I have enthusiasm for my day? Many of you guys know my morning conversation in the shower every morning. I, I never fail. I ask three questions in the morning in the shower every time. Number one, what can I be enthusiastic and energized about today? And sometimes it, it's like I have to make myself, I have to think about, okay, that meeting, bring good energy in there. Okay, oh God, I gotta have this meeting and this difficult conversation over here. How can I approach that? Oh, I'm gonna approach that from a play where I can give them something. I, I, I can add some value here. I can make them better. I can help inspire if anything, right? I ask my question, what am I gonna deal with today that might throw me off? And how can my highest self meet that? It's probably the most important intentional question of my life. Every, think about that. Every morning I do that. This is my, I think for that specific question, this is my 11th or 12th year on that second question. So I sit there thinking about, yes, I take really long showers, forgive me, earth, sorry, bad water. But you know, second question, I say, how can I think of some, what, what's gonna, what today might throw me off? And how can my highest self meet that? 
And trust me, every day I can think about it. I gotta have that difficult conversation. I'm gonna do you know, three live webcasts. I mean, there's a lot going on today. There, I got this huge, you know, uh, I got a million emails to reply to today, but I go, okay, how might that throw me off? And you know what, half the time, it's not, it's gonna throw me off because I can't do it. I don't have the skill set. I'm gonna fail. You know what it is? Half the time, what's gonna throw me off, I realize, listen to this, half, I really want you to hear this, high performers, please, if, if you're here, this one insight, I promise can change your life forever. Half of the time that I say, what might throw me off today, and how can my highest self meet it? Half the time, I realize what might throw me off is my own attitude my own attitude toward the thing I have to do that day. Ugh, I gotta run errands. See, for me, I know anytime when I'm in the shower thinking about the day, I gotta run a bunch of errands, immediately I'm like, ugh, I hate running errands. I just, it's a thing, I just, ah, I, I just, I know, and it's still, to this, I just, I've always hated running errands. I'm like, geez, if I gotta go to like five different stores to do something, that's misery to me. I just, I, I know some of you like shopping and everything else like that to me, but oh my, five different places in one day, that's my total misery, I can't handle that. But that's an attitude thing. It has nothing to do with the stores. It's an attitude thing. Third question I ask is who could I surprise today or show some kind of appreciation to that makes their day? So I ask that every day. And I would say that by asking those questions, it's taken the day, which is always full for me, I'm pretty full days, from being the grind. I never feel like I'm halfway through the day going, ah, I'm grinding. <laughs> like I, I can't think of the last, maybe in my 20s. And I think that's cool in your 20s. But if you're in your 30s and your 40s and you still feel like it's the grind, you haven't found what you're passionate about. If you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s, and you still feel like the middle of the day, that's the grind, I'm grinding. I'm like, you haven't learned, I think, life philosophy. You might be older in years, but you're young in life philosophy. You haven't step, taken a step back and thought, what do I want life to be about? What do I want life to feel like? How do I want to approach my days because they're limited? So if that sounds a little bit you know, condescending, I apologize, but I tell people all the time, I hope you read some more philosophy. I hope you read more of what people said the good life would be about because ultimately, Viktor Frankl taught us, the last of the human freedoms is the ability to choose one's own attitude. They can take away everything for you, but they can also put everything on your plate. And if they put everything on your plate, you choose how will I engage with what is on my plate. And if you choose that, you're more intentional with your energy, then I promise you won't quit as much. Because the other reason people quit is because of the grind. I look at people's schedules sometimes who quit something and say, it just got too much. And I look at their schedule and I'm like, that was too much? I said, that, that's like an eight to five job. It didn't look too bad. You know, eight to five jobs. Not that hard. But they'd say, well, I just, it got too much for me. I go, it didn't get too much for you. You lacked intention. You are bigger than your problems. You are bigger than the difficulties of life. There is nothing I can throw at you 
that you couldn't handle if you chose to handle it. Does that make sense? We can all choose calm amid the storm. It's just that most people don't. So they get swept up and they get pulled away and they start freaking out because they didn't choose how to go into it. And that's the most important thing I can tell you. Most people aren't quitting because of failure or competency. They're quitting because of social situation and a sense that they're grinding without the payoff. But what if the journey is the payoff? What if the moment is the payoff? What if you engaging your passion is the payoff? What if the payoff is the simple daily challenge you gave yourself to say, you know what? I'm gonna approach this day and I'm gonna do a great job today with my attitude and my energy. That's why I started in my 20s. I, I think Dale Carnegie and Napoleon Hill, I think Zig Ziglar, uh, I think Wayne Dyer, oh my goodness. I think Paulo Coelho, hey Paulo. I think about the people who really inspired me to check my attitude, Viktor Frankl especially, um, my dad, who had just an amazing attitude. You know, My dad, many of you guys know, he ran the DMV in our hometown when I was in high school. So he ran the office and I would go in. You remember they have those things where you bring your son or bring your kids to work? Well, we'd have the bring the kids to work day and I would go in and I'd watch my dad work and I'd see in, like there are very few happy people at the DMV, you know? So I'd see these people, they'd go up and they'd fill out all the paperwork and then they'd get there and they forgot their social security card and they'd scream at my dad like it was his fault. Or somebody came in and he had to let him know like, you know, you ran over three curbs today and you forgot to stop at the stoplight. I can't give you a driver's license and they'd spit at him. Like I would see this, their problem, their difficulty, they'd take it out my dad. And yet he was so affable about it. Like he would try to calm the situation down, try to make them laugh, try to be present for them, which is super hard when someone's being a jerk to you. And I know you know this, but he'd been through three tours in Vietnam. Some person across the counter isn't gonna throw my dad off. He got shot up in the gut. He's a tough guy. But think about that. He could also have reached across and snapped their neck. He's a pretty tough guy. He didn't do that because he chose, how am I going to deal with these people? Because inevitably, if that's your job in dealing with people, there's gonna be a lot of asses. There's gonna be a lot of people who are gonna throw you off. The question is, will you let them? There's gonna be a lot of days, days, weeks, and months that can throw you off. Are you gonna let it? And ultimately, that's the great life choice and philosophy, I believe, that helps people stay the path when they're doing something that they're passionate about. They can choose to meet the day and not make it the grind. Even if they have the equal number of difficult hours as other people, even if they deal with the same number of difficult people, I think that's what's really important. And this last piece is, well, should I just like chill out? Like I, I feel like quitting because I'm not getting the social recognition rewards validation. I feel like it's a grind, so I want to quit too, or I don't like what I'm doing. Should I just chill out? Should I take a couple months off? People ask me all the time, do you think I should take a couple months off? And my answer always is, if you have to ask, should I take a couple months off? The answer is yes. If you have been quitting and grinding your way through life in some way or another, and you haven't given yourself a break, 
the only perspective you're gonna get is to take some time off. Now, maybe it's not a couple months. Maybe for you, it's a meditation retreat for three days. Maybe for you, it's going to that favorite place up in the woods where you can just tune out. No books, no social media, just like, where am I in my life right now? I think that's really important for people. People have forgotten how to chill. And I mean that in, 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 in a data-driven way. Most Americans are not claiming their full vacation that are allowed through their job each year. Not like 50% of people, we're talking like 70% now. They're not even taking their vacation time. And so they feel like everything's a grind. Like, well, it is becoming a grind if you never take some time. It's so important for people to, uh, people see how much I work and you see all my content and all my videos and everything else that we've always been doing, right? But what people don't, I think, understand about my career is how much chill time I take. And I take it because I know I can't perform at optimal levels without recuperation, rejuvenation, renewal, whatever you want to call it, chill time. If you don't give yourself that, you're in trouble. But here's the thing. You can't think you're going to do it. And I think right now, so many people, they're not scheduling their time. They think they are, but here's what happens. They have a 30 minute break during the day. It's not even, they just, it wasn't a scheduled break. They just kind of like, and they did this and they lost 30 minutes. This was not scheduled. Do you mind social media time is scheduled? There's no way randomly I pick up this throughout the day. You know why? Because this is kryptonite. That's what this is. This is your kryptonite or this is your tool for achievement. For me, everything's scheduled in this thing. I won't dare look at this thing most of the day. Because you know what? When you start allowing the little piranha of distraction to eat at you, you don't realize it, but in your next activity, you're not as good. And what they did in empirical ways to prove this, they took control groups and they took a control group, they took two separate groups to do the same cognitive tasks. Okay, they did a physical task and they did a cognitive scoring test, like a competency test or a smart test. And so what they did is they asked them to, to basically, one, one group would fiddle around on social media. They gave them mobile phones, they had some games, they had some Twitter and some other things on there, Instagram. Then another control group did nothing before an activity. And another group sat and thought, how could I do my best on this upcoming activity? That was it. Which one performed better? The one that thought, how can I do my best on this upcoming activity? You could just sit there like a bump on a log or you can enter with intention. But the worst performing group every single time is the one that just allowed the piranha to eat at their focal ability, right? They lost focal power going to the next activity. So you really have to be aware of that because it's just, it's very dangerous. This is preventing people from not only chilling out, because you know what, if you sit back and you look at this, it is not chilling you out. There is no recovery coming from this. If, even if you think it is, there is zero recovery ability for you engaging in your phone. There's no recovery there. You should know this is not a recovery stick, okay? There's nothing, this is never going to be recovery. There is no way this will ever be recovery. Are you catching me? Ever, this will never be recovery tool. This can't, this needs to go away. You want recovery tool? Empirically proven, go for a walk. That's gonna be way better than this thing. You want a recovery tool? The number one most proven recovery tool in the history of the world, you guessed it. Great sleep, and number two, 
meditation. That's it. That's what you got. So don't rely on this to help you chill out. And also, Netflix doesn't help you chill out either. Oh God, I said it out loud. I'm sorry. It's not helping you. Every psychological study done on television has always shown the same thing. Watching television engages a low level of stress in your body, okay? It doesn't help you lower your cortisol. You can choose to quit because you're not getting the validation. You can choose to quit because it feels like a grind. And you can choose to quit because it's always on. Or you can say, you know what? I'm gonna find my own pleasures in this. I'm gonna approach this in a way where I engage and I enjoy it. And I'm going to give myself more recovery and rejuvenation time. All right, hey my friend, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you're ready to go to another level, don't forget, go to hpxcoaching.com. Let me be your coach. Let me spend the first of each month with you, giving you a personal development seminar. Let me help you get unstuck, break through your emotional blocks, find your real clarity, your real passion, your real purpose, and implement the habits that you know you need to implement. Change your life by getting a coach, getting some expert guidance. Listen, you got as far as you could get. You're here, You're, you, 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 you achieved so much in your life, but to go to another level requires another level of mindset, another level of discipline, another level of direction and community and consistency. And that is what my coaching program is all about. So go to hpxcoaching.com. And listen, if you're ready to go to a whole other level, I'm hiring. Please go to brandon.com forward slash hiring for our open roles. I got a big secret project that we are rolling out and you'll only find information on that at brandon.com forward slash hiring. We've got, I don't know, 10 or 12 open positions there. If you ever wanted to work with me, if you wanted me to be your leader, you wanted me to literally employ you and help you grow in your career and do what we do serving this mission of helping people around the world achieve their dreams faster, helping them improve their lives. We live every day as a team to do that, and we are currently hiring. Uh, we're building out a new product, and we need some people to help us do that. Brendan.com forward slash hiring. If you don't know how to spell my name, don't even think about it. <laughs> we're looking for people who are pros. Uh, if you're interested in internship with me, don't go there. We're not hiring interns. If you're interested in starting your career with me, don't go there. We are an A team here. We've got people who are really experienced. So if you're new to personal development or you're new to marketing, you're probably not going to be the person we're looking for. We're looking for people with at least three years of professional experience in a lot of different roles because we take this role very seriously. We get to change lives and millions of them every single day. That's the work. So we're looking for real pros, top of your game, ready to come on to an organization that reaches just as many people in the world as any other personal development influencer or trainer on the planet. And we'd be excited to have you join us in a big new initiative we're rolling out for the beginning of the year. I can't even tell you any more about that. Go to brendan.com forward slash hiring if you'd like to work with us. And if you just want to go to another level and have me as your coach, not your boss, go to hpxcoaching.com so I can give you a brand new personal development session this month to help you set your goals, get on track, get unstuck, and achieve your ultimate difference. Go to hpxcoaching.com 
for that. Thanks again for listening to The Brendan Show. You all mean so much to me. I have so much coming out in the next couple of months for you here that's going to be unique and special, and I know you're going to love it. So keep your head up. I know it's been a hard year. Please remember, as always, you are stronger than you think, and the future holds good things for you. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the U.S., you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you want to go check it out. It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brendan. Or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, it's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me. 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share, you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. You can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com. Just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. Hey, it's Brendan. And I want to tell you about Circle and how powerful it is If you're trying to build your online community outside of Facebook groups. You know, I had this problem a couple years ago where I just started noticing when I was running a Facebook group, um, really Facebook was incentivized to kind of steal my customer and steal my audience. So they recommend other things I didn't like, or honestly, my members were losing my posts in the feed. 
I didn't really have the information or the data about the people in the group that I wanted. It was hard to actually communicate with them offline, out of the group. And most importantly, it was hard to sell stuff and have an actual business from it without driving them to other places. And then came along Circle. And it's just at the website circle.so. So just go to circle.so. And you can see that they have built this incredible platform that allows you to host a community, go live in that community, and really segment the community into these different spaces where you can give people access to different levels of content or community, which I absolutely love. Because, you know, in my businesses, I've got new people coming in, I've got paying members coming in, I've got all these different products or courses or programs, and, and they've always had these different logins, they've been all over the place. Now, with Circle, it's in one place. My community can meet there. They can post, I can post, we can use like multimedia posts as well. They can post video or audio, so can I. I can organize things, all of my content in very unique places and grant access to only some people. And of course, I can have my team in there moderating the whole community with me. Everybody needs this. Everyone's trying to build their community, but they struggle. Like what system or what tools do you need to use or have? Trust me, building it out on your own, not an option. Too expensive, too time consuming. So go to circle.so and check it out. If you're trying to build a community and really maintain control of that community and do a great job serving them and building a business from it, go to circle.so.